Blog Talk Radio. This is the Pop Rocks Radio Talk Show. I'm your host, Pop Art Painter Jamie Ross, and this is the big show. You found it. You found it, folks. I sure am glad you did. Oh, man, I am excited. I hope, hey, first off, I hope everyone had a um, uh, a, a safe and uh, fun holiday yesterday. Um, uh, you know, I, I hope lots of burgers and hot dogs and whatever it is you eat, I hope you had a lot of it and it was good. Um you know, and, and, and safe and everything, and everybody's animals are okay. Um, oh, man, my, my poor dog um, was not a happy girl last night. But, you know, once a year, uh, everybody needs to show their patriotism uh, in the way they best feel uh, like showing it. And uh, she she dealt with it. So uh, she's fine. Um, didn't eat her breakfast this morning, though. I think she was still a little stressed out. Anyway, I hope uh, none of you listeners are and whatnot. Very excited today because we have two um, filmmakers, actors, um, and I'm sure they both wear many, many other hats um, on this, uh, uh, their, their latest uh, creation. It's, a, uh, it's kind of interesting. I thought this was a television series, but actually it is a feature film, and I know it says TV series on all the uh, web flyers and whatnot that we've been doing. We're going to fix that. Um, but I didn't realize. I didn't realize till this morning. I, um, I I got a thing and I said, oh man, I, with the holiday, everything's been so crazy. I said I got to watch this before um, before we do the show, so I know what the hell I'm talking about. And I, uh, you know, I clicked it on and everything. And I'm like, wait a second, this is is it a two hour TV pilot? And I got sucked right into it, and uh, no, it's a feature film. But without further ado, I'd like to welcome uh, Shy Pilgrim and um, Robert Peters. Hello, folks. How are you? Hello. Hi. Thanks We're, for having excellent. us. We're good. Yeah, doing, doing well, yeah. Absolutely. And, and I, and I, uh, uh, I was going to jump in, Jamie, and say, so, well, I, I'm, we're both glad you you brought up the 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 fact that it was initially intended to be a, a, a TV uh pilot that's that was where where we started and then we had kicked around maybe breaking it up into a web series and you know all the different avenues that you can just to get it seen just to get it out there and then um, I can let Shy speak to the challenges that we dealt with. The the biggest, well, not the biggest, but the the health issues that, that she went through, and then with the pandemic, um, it was decided that we could at least get it out there as a feature film. But we're hoping that people enjoy it uh, for the world that that they can enjoy as a feature film, but also still having a hope that it might be. Uh, that someone might see it and say, "Hey, well, let's let's take this uh, Hill Green family and, and uh, do a, do an episodic." Absolutely, absolutely. It's a hell of a, hell of a proof of concept. Um, well, what do you guys think? What do you got? Three minutes of sh- footage you shot? No, we got a feature film, man. Sit down. Here's a <laughs> bag of popcorn, and enjoy. Um, and and get the checkbook out because uh, that's going to be needed here. It's. It's fascinating. I I want to say first off, um, well, there's so much to cover, so much to cover, but um, I, you know that's the biggest problem. I, I'm not in the film business. I'm not in the movie business. I mean, I have my little podcast here, very peripherally. Am I? Uh, but a lot of my friends are, and uh, it seems everybody I know um, is uh, you know trying to make movies or uh, in a band. Uh, that's kind of my world. And I know a few painters and whatnot, but that's what I do for a living. I, I uh, paint pictures of people and stuff. Been doing that for 20 years. Um, but that being said, I understand when you create something, no matter what it is, um, it's hard. And people not in the creative world or in the movie business or music business, 
they don't seem to understand. They're like, what are you talking about? You've got the Internet. You've got Twitter. You've got all these tools of getting the word out about your project. And I'm like, yeah, Mm -hmm. and 9 billion other people or whatever the number is also have those tools. Yeah. The pond gets a little muddied. (laughs) You know, you got to, like you guys now, do a podcast and stuff. Get the word out. Uh, Not always the easiest. And I got to tell you guys something else. You did it. You, you made a a feature film during the pandemic. What were you thinking? <laughs> oh my gosh! That's kind of got to be crazy. Now, had you guys already had some of the footage and stuff shot, or was this all shot, you know, post uh, 2020 or whatever it was, 2020 no. or whatever? Yeah, we we. we originally shot before COVID, before 2020, um, and we were editing, as as mm. Robert said, uh, a pilot, and we wanted to pitch it and started to get into the pitching part, and I ended up getting uh, diagnosed with breast cancer, and mm. that was like 28, yes, so <laughs> um, we kind of, it just halted, everything kind of stopped, and um Around the time that I started getting, you know, into remission or uh, I still had, uh, you know, surgeries to go through. But um, what happened was then COVID hit. And oh my I was like, oh, gosh, I really just don't know what we're going to do here. You know, <laughs> I can only imagine directions. It was, it was crazy. But I was lucky to have, you know, Robert and Jennifer and, you know. Brad Carter and Richie, you know, they they were all gung ho and excited to do something creative during the pandemic. So we did it via all Zoom. We were co-directing. Oh, nice. we, were, we, we were shooting everything via Zoom, and it was it was a lot. And uh, but everyone was really excited about it, and that's where I think um, that helped helped us pull through. You know. No, and what amazing. was cool that's was amazing. you know we we were all we were all over the place you know because Shy at that point had moved out of Los Angeles. I was still in Los Angeles. The uh, Jennifer who plays Isla was in Mississippi, and we shot the first part of it in Mississippi for Alabama, and wow. um, and then we had other actors from Brad Carter being in Los Angeles. Uh, Richie Montgomery was in uh, Mississippi at that point, and then. Um, so we were all over. So what I loved was Shy not only didn't back away from the pandemic, she wrote it in there. I mean, she goes, we're going to use this as part of our story. And and we just got a great review um, from uh, it's called World uh, World Film Geek, which got what, what Shy had intended, which was the humor of, of how different families – dealt with it and uh, for instance my character as you saw you know is is confined to his room by his wife mm. won't, even, won't even let him out <laughs> so, right. uh, for for quarantine like for you know and of course he's the opposite of of that but i just loved that shy had had again not let any of the challenges um stop the the train from going oh it's amazing it's amazing and you know it, I can only imagine, now, I, for me, the pandemic was easy because, you know, I work from home. I've been working from home for 20 years, you know, my studio's in the house and whatnot. And, um, and everybody's like, oh, are you holding up? I'm like, yeah, it's a Tuesday to me. This ain't no big deal to me. What wasn't a Tuesday is my wife didn't work from home. And suddenly she was home. And uh, whenever she had the day off before the pandemic, I just knew, well, we're not going to get a lot of painting done today. There's going to be other stuff because she's home, you know, and um, we're going to go grocery shopping. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. You know, all this kind of stuff. Um, The dog's getting a bath today, you know, that kind of stuff. And suddenly, you know, for for three or four months, uh, you know, we had to have a conversation. I had to set some rules and, and, put a door on the studio and say, okay, I kind of felt like Jack Torrance in The Shining when Wendy wanted to bring him a sandwich. And uh, (laughs) I tried to be nicer about it, you know, when I'm in here, (laughs) you know, I'm working. But, um, 
you know, we made it through. The other, but the thing that really gets me is, you know, you guys had made this, and I, and the pandemic happened, and like I said, I know a lot of independent filmmakers, and, you know, I, I understand the phone was ringing, producers were calling, you know, um, because, you know, getting money together to make one of these, you're getting money together from all these different sources, and everybody's like, oh, you know, return on investment. Um, <laughs> when are we going to yeah. Did you do that yeah. pitch meeting yet? And you're like, there's a pandemic going on. So you've got that stress on you. And then a little thing like breast cancer on top. You, oh, my gosh. But you made it through. That goes to we show. You did. We made it through. You know, it was interesting because in the first, and I don't want to give anything away in the show, but we we will talk, and folks, I'll try not to do spoilers or whatnot, uh, because I I think everybody should watch this. It's very interesting. But in one of the first shots is it shows this uh, RV park, which are are very common here in the South, um, even in Florida here. uh, There's a lot of them. (laughs) And um, Mm -hmm. it showed this RV, and the front license plate was... uh, I don't know, it said something like kicking cancer's butt or something like that on the, the <laughs> license plate frame. And then it scrolled up to the, uh, the R, this big RV. And I'm like, I wonder, you know, but then I, didn't, I just thought, oh, no, it's just a, it's probably just on there, you know. Um, and, you know, I, you just see that a lot, you know, unfortunately. Um, but, yeah, I had no idea. I had no idea on this other. Amazing. Amazing. Um, this film really uh, bluntly <laughs> takes a stab at a certain culture that is uh, truly American. And I'm not saying it's just Southern either, because I think there's, there's folks like this in, in, in Montana and all over the place, you know, yeah, New yeah. York. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But it it does take a you know and and there folks I will say there's a little bit of craft humor and whatnot, um, but you know the, it's not raunchy per se. It's it's really like I said a a nice slice of American pie there in the world we live in, and um, I found it fascinating. Fascinating. It was well, yeah, uh, I know people like this. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Well. Well. Absolutely. And and. And this is since you said we uh, we are allowed to cuss, uh, you know. It's it's it, as the tagline said. It's based on real shit. Uh, yeah. Just to just to take you back a little bit. I mean, Shy and I. I mean, Shy's been working on this for a while, just talking with her family about telling a story. And 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 I, I and, and again, I I agree with you totally that this is it. It is definitely predominantly about the South, but I think it's about families anywhere in the, in the country, anywhere in the world, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's, mm-hmm. and, and that's the goal, that was the goal of it was to not be, be un- unapologetic about the shit that we all go through and, and what we, and how we overcome a, either through our relationships with our family or friends or whoever, but it's, uh, but, but just so the, your audience knows a lot of these people are real. I mean, they're they're part. I'm, I'm, playing her, her, I'm playing her brother. One of our one of one of my favorites, and I know Shy's too. Was was uh, this guy Jabo, who was uh, he, he he passed away sadly, but he had a full blown moonshine business. We all learned about how to make, mm. make moonshine. But he was. I mean, you you you'd have thought he was a, a character, but he was. It was just. Uh, it's just unreal. It's doing just, it was just so cool. And, uh, That's so there's definitely, yeah, that was, that was the thing in it. And, and also to your point, you know, again, when the pandemic started and when I was going through breast cancer, not only did she figure out a way to tell the story, you know, as, as the pandemic, as we were all experiencing the pandemic, she also incorporated what she was going through with breast cancer. And so that's that's part of part of the film too. So it's 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 all, it's all there. And now, folks, a couple of quick messages from some of our show sponsors. Stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages. Listen to this cool episode ad free if you're a VIP member. 
You can become one on my website, www.jamierocks.us, www.jamierox.us. Hey, rockers. This is Stacey Lane Wilson, author and editor of the Rock and Roll Nightmares book series. I have a new podcast that features interviews with musicians, artists, authors, filmmakers, and music historians. In Season 1, I interview Phil Susan from Ozzy Osbourne's band, Scott Crawford, the director of the Cream Magazine documentary, Lisa S. Johnson, the award-winning author and photographer of the books 108 Rockstar Guitars and Immortal Axes, just to name a few. The Rock and Roll Nightmares podcast explores the dark and mysterious and sometimes funny side of music from the 60s, 70s, 80s, and beyond. Enjoy on RSS or anywhere you like to listen to podcasts. Glittering amethyst, energizing citrine, colorful fluorite, the other side of the sun, Earth's treasures brought to light. Since 1999, we have offered a unique collection of hand-selected minerals and gems for every budget, for novices, collectors, and healers. Visit www.tosots.com to view our wide selection of offerings and use coupon code ROCKS, that's R-O-X-X, for 10% off your first order. Remember... T-O-S-O-T-S dot com. Earth's treasures brought to light. Hi folks, Jamie Rocks here. Hey, if you're a big fan of uh, historical, cool historical books uh, like me, then you're going to want to check out our newest uh, show sponsor, Michelle Albion. Uh, fantastic author. She's got some really interesting, cool books out uh, that you're going to want to check out. I'm a big fan of all of these. Uh, the Florida Life of Thomas Edison, the quotable Edison, quotable Henry Ford, uh, quotable Eleanor Roosevelt, and of course the quotable Amelia Earhart. Uh, Michelle's just very keen and, and very very cool, um, and these are just very cool books. So check out her website. Uh, there's links to uh, where you can pick these up on Amazon and Barnes and Noble all over the place. Uh, MichelleAlbion.com, M-I-C-H-E-L-E-A. L-B-I-O-N.com. MichelleAubion.com. Very, very cool stuff. Check it out, folks. It's amazing. Yeah. Amazing. One of the things, we were, um, Shy, that I thought you um, you really illustrated well was that smooth sail um, of post-recovery. You know, we've all known people that have been through uh, rehab, and they just come out, and everything's better, and it's just clicks right into place, and it's all sunshine and roses. No, that isn't the case at all, ever. And, mm-hmm. um, I, don't think that, I don't know where that myth got started, and, and you were very yeah. real about that. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, girl. you know, I've I just been, I, Lacey's character in general, yes, a lot of it, most of it, based off of me in general, uh, but the, the drugs themselves are, are just a big problem in the rural South that I, I um, was around or I saw growing up or I knew someone that was struggling with it. And, you know, they go to rehab mm-hmm. over and over and over and over again. And it, oh, I didn't yeah. want it to be done in like a character way. You know, I wanted it to be front, real, as real as it could be, um, and and uh, for people to say yes, I know someone who's been dealing with this or going through this, and it's a- accurate, you know. Um, to that Absolutely. Person. Absolutely. It it reminded me when I uh, first moved to Florida. I had never planned on that. For those who don't know, I live in South Florida. Um, I did not grow up here. Grew up in Metro Detroit. College in Boston. Lived uh, I don't know almost ten. Spent a decade out in San Diego. Uh, you know. After uh, snowy Boston, and then I decided the uh, the recession of 2008 happened, and uh, it's hard being in the art business during a recession. That's, mm-hmm. that's, that's something I have learned. <laughs> yeah. When it's a choice between canned food and shotgun shells, or hanging a painting on the wall, people tend to go with the canned food. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, it was tough. And I had what a lot of addicts have, uh, say is a, a moment of clarity. And uh, one day I was paying the bills like you do every month. And I realized what my nut was, what I had to crack every month. And I said, just to live in, in San Diego. And I had a gallery there, and a lot of overhead and whatnot, a lot of mouths to feed. And I, um, I said, holy moly, I, I'm paying this every month and have been for eight years. Are you kidding me? I could move to Pigeon Forge, Tennessee and live like a king on this. I mean, mm-hmm. this is a crazy. And um, so I, I visited friends around the country. I took a year to, to figure out where to relocate. And I, I decided on, uh, I visited a friend in Florida, met a girl. We got married. You know, I mean, it's, it's a tale as old as time. But um, the funny part is where I live now is, is pretty much the same financial situation um, as where, where I started. So that whole thing was for naught. Um, <laughs> you know, but now I have the girl, so it's but now you have, yeah, now um, you're married. So. It, yeah, you know, and I settled down a little bit. Um, but when I first moved to Florida, I thought to myself, I said, this is probably, you know, South Florida, Miami and all that. This is going to be cool. I'm, you know, I, I was thinking very Miami Vice. And um, the thing was, is I did not move to Miami. I moved, and I don't know if you guys are familiar with Florida, uh, a little town called Fort Myers over on the Gulf side. And it definitely wasn't Miami Vice. It was monster trucks and, and fentanyl over there, or Adderall or whatever it was. But um, no, there were no speedboats or Ferraris or anything driving around. <laughs> um, I was kind of like, where's the Florida that I thought? Um, no, but it, it, it wasn't. And then we moved over here, and it's, it's still not, but you do see the cars occasionally. Um, but yeah, crazy, crazy. This is a very cool, you know, the other thing, Shai, I wanted to tell you, I was talking to a friend of mine uh, the other day, Pete, a guy I know, lives in, um, where the hell is it, South, somewhere, it's a South something over in uh, England, and I had sent him the YouTube trailer for um, Mm -hmm. South of Sanity, and I said, Pete, do you guys got people like this over there? And he's like, yeah, chavs, they're all called chavs here. He goes, everybody has a chab in their family or a bunch of chabs. <laughs> so there you go. Um, he oh, he calls funny. the trailer caravans. He goes, yeah, they all live in a caravan park. You know, it's, it's, that's what it is. <laughs> I'm like, that's amazing. So it's, your show could be, you know, I'm sure people in, in Istanbul, there's probably those people part of the family as well. Um, who knows? Who knows? Very cool. So you started – let me ask you this, Shai. What was the timeline from like concept to this to where we are now? Oh, concepts. You know, I started talking about this with my sister-in-law back in 2014. Um, wow. And yeah, and ten years, it's, Shai. It's a long time. <laughs> no. You could have been a doctor. I know. Um, you're a doctor <laughs> in filmmaking now. Oh my God. Um, with. Yeah, I don't. I don't have the pocketbook as a doctor would, but um, <laughs> yeah, I. It, it's been going on for a long time, and you just look back and you're like, oh my god, that I've been doing this one project for you know ten years, and I'd like to keep doing this project um, in some way or another. Um, it's fulfilling, and um, uh, it's a nice feeling when you go, okay, that was ten years and a lot of work, but it wasn't wasted you know um and and i, I was really lucky Absolutely. To have, I, I said it before to have the crew the cast the co-writers like jason white he like really would send me messages all the time like what's going on and help keep me focused and on track and um our editors like we, we were we were really lucky with with the people that we brought on board that believed in it that's amazing that's amazing and robert you you were on board of this you know, your name was on the yeah. screen. I think that's three seconds in. <laughs> you know, I'm like, oh, there he is. Yeah. yeah. No, you, your character, Mike, is, is so dynamic in this. It, he is so true to life. I, I was just, you know, the whole thing. You know, yes, there's his family, and, uh, you know, they're a little rough around the edges and uh, and, and what have you. But uh, not everybody is Fraser Crane in the world. And, um, but they all... <laughs> 
that central stage, that central location, the kitchen. And there might be chipboard and formica. Nothing wrong with that. That's where all the – and it, your character said a lot to me. And, again, I don't want to get too much away, but this is the beginning of the, of, the, of the movie, so I don't think it's that big a deal. But when she goes to get her job back working at the flea market, <laughs> he <laughs> has a little – what my dad used to call, we, had, we need a family meeting. And, and it's, yeah. our family wasn't all just related by blood. It was, you know, the, the shop foreman and everybody else, you know, that were part of the family. And uh, everybody had to make it. It had to be cool with everyone. Well, what do you guys think? <laughs> you know, I'm yeah. glad you for a reason, girl. Um, yeah, it worked out pretty well. Yeah, I loved I, uh, I loved all the all the, the the kitchen scenes for for me when I when Shy first sent me the script and 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 again it's based on a real brother who's this really cool guy and and so. But I also envisioned my own household, and and in my house, my it was the 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 kitchen was my dad's leather chair. Like, but but for mm. for, for my for for my you know the kitchen was like the courtroom, you know, and he's mm. he's judging jury, he's judging jury, and so you know when he brings everybody, he goes, all right, some shit happened today. Here we go, you know, and and uh, and it was just those, those scenes were fun. And the kids who are are actually his real kids, um, okay. uh, are amazing. And it was it was kind of like we had to, you know, <laughs> keep keep them. I mean, they 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 are just uh, uh, just just funny. And uh, but oh, so so but yeah, I I appreciate you bringing up those those ongoing kitchen scenes because those those are I think really a big part of. Of how they solve their problems, or, or, or talk about them at least. Yeah, it's where Mike always fires and hires people, and, um, and yeah. he fires people multiple times, and he'll always rehire them later. Um, right. Yeah. <laughs> but he doesn't true. give a shit that it's, that it's his sister. It's his sister. It's like, <laughs> right. you know, I, I am your sister. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, and he had to get in that real nod life, from uh, Iowa. As well, you know, that, uh-huh. that's that's in our house. That that's how that usually. I, I was laughing so hard that the dog had done something the other day, and and you know my wife uh, yelled at the dog. She got the business from the wife, and then the dog, you know, kind of went over to me and was you know trying to tell me. I'm like, don't even pull me in the middle of this, <laughs> you know. No, <laughs> I whatever she says, I I'm with her. <laughs> You know, that's the way it is. Um, yeah, it's it's crazy. Uh, well, what were you going to say, Shy? Oh, yeah, what were you going to say? Mm. About, <laughs> my, about, Mike, about, about Mike or something? Was, you were saying, we were saying when Mike, uh, Mike hired oh, yes. people or fired Oh, yeah. Him. yeah. In, in real life, he actually fired me a few times. And I would be like, you jerk. Like, I... I I have bills to pay, and you're not even giving me any kind of notice, you know. And and whatever reason I was getting fired for, it usually wasn't my fault. Like, either it was because I would mm. live with them at the time to, to help take care of the kids or to help do the, you know, work as well. And I was like, no, no, I'm not, I'm not going to live at your house. Like, <laughs> then they right. say, okay, well, you're, you're not here often enough, you're fired, you know. Or um, there was another thing that I was doing, like a launching a website and, and you know, launching a website, people know, takes time. It takes uh, right. it, you can't you can't uh, rush it. And you know, my sister-in-law, hilarious uh, as she is, um, you know, there were certain things she had to get the company to accept credit cards, that kind of thing, before they could sell anything. You know, and I was like, uh, you can't sell anything on the website yet because uh, she hasn't gotten the credit card info to them. But I have everything uploaded. Everything's in the system. People can buy stuff. He's like, yeah, you're fired. No one's buying anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's, it's crazy. I'll tell you what's opening up in our neighborhood, and this is real life, is these, um, it's, it's a, a newer type business model. I think it's been around for a little bit, uh, but not long, is um, – we had all these big stores that closed, uh, these bell stores or what have you. And they had, 
The only time they could rent these out was once a year for the the Halloween um, costume places would rent it out for a couple months, you know, and have a big space. Um, but mm-hmm. I'm sure uh, for the bu- building owner in the strip mall there, that couple months wasn't cutting it, you know. And so now what's moved into all those spaces are these bin stores where they get like, um, I don't know, big pallets and stuff from Amazon, like returns and everything, and they put them in these bins. And uh, like on Tuesday, it's $10 day, and then it goes to $8 day on Wednesday throughout the week. And you see those. That's kind of the new flea market here hmm. in, in South Florida. There, there must be 20 of them that have opened up. It's, it's, it's crazy. Um, but you know, I, 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 I can't say that I haven't been to one. I'm, I'm looking at a big box of reams of paper that I bought at one for like five bucks or whatever. And, uh, I was happy with that. <laughs> I was happy with that. Yeah. Save some money. It sounds like a, a, a good place to go to for sure. <laughs> good to yeah. Hear. And now folks, a couple of quick messages from some of our show sponsors. Stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages. Listen to this cool episode ad-free. If you're a VIP member, you can become one on my website, www.jamierocks.us, www.jamierox.us. Metal Babe Mayhem is more than just an online store, it's a destination. MetalBabeMayhem.com carries over 150 rock and roll products, including clothing, jewelry, and accessories. Metal Babe Mayhem also offers shrine clothing and alchemy gothic jewelry. In addition, Metal Babe Mayhem founder Allison Metal Babe Cohen is a rock and roll journalist who supports local and national artists with rock and reviews, interviews, playlists, networking, and more. Metal Babe Mayhem is taking over the world one shirt at a time. My Love Shack Apothecary online shop has everything you need to build a special gift for yourself or someone who needs a little pampering. I hand make all of the products in small batches using only plant-based ingredients and therapeutic grade essential oils. Whether you choose one of my curated sets or want to build a custom gift set, My Love Shack Apothecary has everything you need to send a little sunshine to someone today. Please visit us online at www.loveshackapothecary.com. That's www.love. S-H-A-C-K-A-P-O-T-H-E-C-A-R-Y dot com. As well as online on Instagram and Facebook. Links are in our website. Support for this podcast comes from the University of Texas MD Anderson Cancer Center. Ranked one of the top cancer centers in the nation for the last 27 years. The doctors at MD Anderson treat more rare cancers in a single day than many physicians see in a lifetime. And treatment plans are tailored to an individual patient's needs, allowing more comprehensive and thorough care. To become a patient, please visit makingcancerhistory.com. Aloha. If you have stress in your life or even anxiety and panic, I want to invite you to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast for a way out. The Anxiety Coaches Podcast is a relaxing and inspiring show, bringing you lifestyle changes to calm your nervous system and help you heal. Heal anxiety, panic, and PTSD for life. We bring you two episodes every week. There's no need to walk this path alone. Join us for a relaxing, informative, and inspiring time and start your journey out of anxiety panic. That's anxietycoachespodcast.com. Aloha.
Rucks Gear, the online webshop of high-end luxury merchandise and products. All featuring original pop art paintings. From La Holla to Miami to London, www.merch.jamierocks.us. Now, I haven't bought any leggings, but um, <laughs> is that what you normally – does he sell just uh, clothing, or uh, it was that just for the, the show? He sells everything, clothing, games, gotcha. toys, whatever. Tasers. It's, it's tasers. Kinda, tasers. Yeah, tasers. <laughs> I, it's kind of like oh, a dollar Oh, you're seeing with the gal with the taser. Market. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that would wake you up, huh? Ooh, baby. <laughs> yeah. um, that's that's what she gets for stealing a fucking taser. That's right. <laughs> that's the line. That's the Although line. I know yeah. some gals would probably yeah, that, do that, that on the, purpose. That's the actual line. That's the actual, and then I loved. Yeah. There's a and this isn't giving anything away. It's just it's just it's funny just because that whole thing. Uh, so the just just to give a little feel feel of what happens in that flea market. I just loved that they have they call a code. Uh, uh, we got a code four, which, which she's trying to steal it. And so oh, then, uh, code, code five. five yeah. Yeah. So Lacey, so Lacey says to Mike, "What's uh, what? So what's code one, two, three, and four? And he goes, oh, "We don't have any for that." Right. <laughs> it's just like a random. It's just like such a random thing that he he picks a number for a for a for, for, for a code for the theft. I don't know. It's, just, <laughs> it's so funny. But that, but that my wife. And I'll say that we shot we shot that in Mississippi. So that is a that was a real flea market. And for me, I'd never really? been to one. I I, I just thought it was oh, cool. Yeah. I mean, it was it was yeah, a real they, deal. We you know. Anyway, anyway, they and, and, have uh, Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, well, no. Well, I was going to say that, that, and this is something that Shy and I, because Shy and I would talk about stuff that I'd be like, ah, you don't want to put that shit in there because, you know, that's, it's, you know, is that realistic? I mean, a, a woman, a woman pees in the middle of the, uh, <laughs> the aisle. I think she want to bring that up to go to the bathroom. Shy goes, no, no, that happened. I go, you're kidding me. Yeah. So, you know, so it's all. I mean, it's a world. It is a world of its own. Well, you know, the interesting thing is my wife, um, she used to work at, uh, and Shai, you might be familiar with this. A lot of guys probably don't know. Uh, maybe they've heard of this store. I don't know. But it's a chain store called Ulta, and they sell makeup uh-huh. and, you know, beauty stuff. And yeah. um, she was a manager at Ulta for like 15 years. And, you know, who works retail 15 years? She um, she just started her, she, she quit a couple months ago, and she was helping a friend out. Uh, with her store, and then she got a, a new job working for a university over here. And so she's made the transition from re- – today's her first day um, – made the transition from retail to office work, and that's, we'll, we'll see how that oh, goes. Wow. <laughs> um, you know, well, that's great. If there, if there could be a storm on the horizon. We're, we're, we're hoping it's smooth sailing, folks. Um, lots and prayers and all that. Much appreciated. Anyhow, she would tell me these stories at Ulta, just, and this is kind of a higher-end type store. I mean, it's not pinky out or anything, but, you know, you're going to, they have expensive stuff there, too, in addition to, mm-hmm. you know, all levels of, of price point, I guess. Um, but she would say, you know, she's like, oh, my God, people are insane. They let their kids just, you know, right in the walls with lipsticks, and, and she said the bathroom was the worst. She goes, you have to wear, like, a biohazard suit to go in there to clean it. Um, it was just crazy. And I said, really? And she goes, yeah. I said, I would think in a nice place like that, people would kind of behave. She's like, no, no, they do not. They do not. <laughs> and when I saw that lady peeing, because she had had that experience at her store, she came all mad. <laughs> so mad. I said, well, what I said, you're going to have an aneurysm. What happened? Peed in the store. And I saw that in the movie, and I just Laughed and laughed. Oh my gosh! Um, crazy, crazy, crazy. So this this is amazing. No, Shy, you had mentioned when we were before we started the show when you were talking about your uh, the breast cancer uh, deal and all that um, that terrible episode um, of your life. You know that you had to travel to different places uh, for surgeries and whatnot. Was one of the reasons you got the RV, right? 
And then that got incorporated into the film? Yeah, well, yeah, because there were only a few doctors in the U.S. that did these type of procedures and uh, because um, they took out a lot of lymph nodes under my um, Mm. left arm. So I started getting lymphedema and... And I had mm. nerve damage from the way that they cut me in the surgery or something. I don't know what happened. But mm. there was only, like, three surgeons in the U.S., and uh, one was in Texas. But I was like, yeah, I think I'd rather live in New Orleans. So we just went to New Orleans and drove to Texas when I wanted to see that doctor. Um, and then there was one in um, Michigan and one in San Francisco. And after um, COVID mm. began, I was like, Oh gosh, everything's getting pushed. So we ended up going to San Francisco. I'm so I'm glad I did just because the surgeons there were just fantastic. They did, I mean, he did you know the lymph node transplant. Oh, and and the nerve, mm. there was another surgeon in there doing the nerves. Like there was three surgeons in there, and it's gotten much much better. Everything's gotten better. No, oh, that's amazing. That's amazing. I'm so glad to hear that. It's it's it's. That's a hell of a deal. We all know somebody. You know, we all know somebody that has been affected by breast cancer. Um, and, mm-hmm. um, I, I, you know, people always say, hey, you know, can you, can you wear, uh, if I'm doing a, an event, or can you wear this, uh, this breast cancer ribby? Of course. Absolutely. You know, whatever I could. Would you rather me write a check? It can't be much, but <laughs> you want to be yeah, on the you know, show. They, um, what can I do? And they, they, <laughs> yeah. They used to also say that breast cancer was like one in four women, and I think it's much more common than that. I think it's just skyrocketed. I don't, I mean, there's so, everyone, I I know so many people affected by just different types of cancer, but I just have a hard time believing it's just one in four women. No. I think it's more. Yeah, I I think, I, I agree with you there as well. It's, um, it, it's it's a plague upon our society. It definitely is. It and it, it I, I really think you know. I don't know. Um, instead of a hundred jets to go drop drones on somebody uh, thousands of miles away, maybe we make ninety of them and throw some money towards that. Just a thought. I could be wrong. I could be talking crazy here. Who knows? But um, you know, somebody needs to get on that. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and also. You know, you brought up the uh, the opioid crisis uh, here in the south. Oh man, I'm telling you, I live in Florida. I live in Florida, and I'll, you know, it was it's interesting because I moved here right after they uh, closed all those pill mills and stuff down. But then they opened up all the rehab centers. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, where they just mm-hmm. squeeze these mm-hmm. people uh, for all the rehab money and whatnot. And uh, even our little town, our little town, I remember when I first moved here, we were having all kinds of um, town meetings. And we have too many rehab, because they were converting these houses into rehab places. And um, you'd go to the grocery store and the bus, they'd have a little bus that would drop off all rehab folks. And they had to buy their own groceries. I'm like, man, you're going to rehab and you got to buy your own food? What the hell is that? <laughs> um, <laughs> you know? Crazy, but it's it is it's an issue, and um, you know, oh, Lacey, poor Lacey, she gets out of rehab and she's got to go right in the middle of that flea bar. Oh my gosh, dealing with wholesale people, people watch the movie, you'll understand that joke. Um, oh god, it's never good code words, is it? I mean, it's pretty obvious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, but yeah. Crazy, crazy. Well, this is a uh, a heck of a show. I, um, I I really want people to see it. Now, all channel films, um, their distributor or um, is that one of your production uh, your production company or who are all channel and how did you get involved with them? Um, all channel is our distributor. Yes, uh, and Jason mm-hmm. White, one of the co writers, he also writes with other other film writers and stuff and one of his other friends who's a film writer that he writes with uh has worked with all channel films multiple times nice. and said that he just had fantastic he just had fantastic things to say about them he he was happy with them and uh so um jason made the intro and emailed 
to him, and he checked it out and was like, yeah, we're going to do this. This is great. So uh, his name is Dylan, and he's been fantastic. Yeah. Nice. Really great. Nice. Now, where is the best place for everybody? Hey, and I just, I don't know if you were aware of this. Ladies and gentlemen, of course they're aware of this. They're independent filmmakers. Um, <laughs> my audience probably isn't aware of this. Um, IMDb rating. Out of 10, you guys are at a 9.4. That's pretty Ooh, that's amazing. Good. Oh, <laughs> no, I, I did not know that. <laughs> oh, there you go. That's great for IMDb. That's, I mean, that's fantastic, yeah. yeah. I, I think you're beating Avatar right now um, on IMDb. That's maybe amazing. we've had less people. I, I feel like maybe we've had less people review it than Avatar. Well, you know. Hey, folks, when you do watch this, uh, my, I'm speaking to my listeners right now, no matter where you watch this, they all have a place where you can review. Write a review. You don't have to write a doctoral thesis or anything on this. Uh, but, you know, a couple sentences. Tell, you know, what you liked, what you dug about the show and whatnot, and post those. Those, those help a lot. Those uh, tweak the uh, the algorithm, so to speak. Where's the best place for people to see this at right now? Right now it's on, um, it's on Amazon Prime in the U.S., Canada, and the U.K., and it's on nice. Voodoo, and it's on Google Plus right now. I mean, Google Play right now. Nice. Nice. Well, there you go. There you go, folks. Um, you know, and believe me, if you think your family was nuts, though, uh, after uh, the holiday weekend here, you're not alone. Watch this. Watch this film. And uh, there you go. And, hey, uh, any TV producers out there, they've got the infrastructure built on this, man. This would make a heck of a show. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Get out Absolutely. The There's a lot, Thank you. Lot, yes. lot more stories. A lot more stories to be told of the, this of this world of South of Sanity. World South of Sanity. Absolutely. No, it's, it's fantastic. It's fantastic. And um, you know, uh, Shy, your real life brother. Uh, I hope he tells lots of leggings and whatnot, and uh, whatever uh, the menagerie is, he's currently got in the shop there. <laughs> um, <so. laughs> What did he think when he saw the movie? Did he laugh? Well, he he just saw it two nights ago when it first came out on the first. Uh, and he he's, you know, not usually very complimentary. <laughs> and, and he really was. He, he enjoyed it. And he he said we did a great job. And he laughed. And, yeah, he... I mean, you know, the kids at the time, you know, they hadn't seen it either. And so we were covering their eyes. Every, every few minutes, I'd cover your eyes. Go, okay, turn right, away. Right, right. Um, so I, but it was still a fun thing to do. And um, my brother said that we did a great job. And he was, you know, and he wanted to see it again. So that's good. There you go. How cool is that? How cool is that? Shy, you've created something. You can... And Robert, you too. You guys can turn on the TV and see you looking out of it. That's pretty cool. <laughs> you know, you win. <laughs> you know? I would be letting everybody in my high school know about that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, very cool. I, uh, you know, well, I know you guys are going to be back to work very soon making more of these because I, uh, if this is a horse, I'd bet on it. Um, you know, this, this is a cool show. It's relatable, and um, and it's it's got heart. It's it's got heart, you know, and it's 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 cool. I I dig it, and I want all my listeners to check it out as well. Absolutely. Yeah, appreciate Absolutely. it. Appreciate yeah, it. thank you so much. Well, yeah. So you know, uh, keep making cool stuff like this, and um, you know, we'll have you guys back on. And also, you got to keep an eye on those pipes. You know, the hot ones got to stay hot. And the cool coil has to stay cool. Uh, <laughs> very important. Oh, very. Man, that's that's, a, that's overlooked. Can we overlook <laughs> that one? <laughs> nice. Thank you guys for taking time uh, to be on the show and whatnot. I really appreciate it. And um, Shai, I hope uh, your medical recovery continues on the uh, 
the good sailing that it that it's on. Um, so oh, thank you. you know? Absolutely, I and really Robert, appreciate it. Thank you for having us on. Absolutely. Too. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Anytime, anytime you guys want to come on, man. You guys are great. Robert, you did a fantastic job in this. Everybody did. Everybody did. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, this was this was this was a cool thing. Um, I can't wait to talk to you guys more. You know? Well appreciate and, uh, it. Appreciate it. I predict in a year we're gonna be laughing, going, Oh yeah, remember that? And you know, you're calling in from your infinity pool. Um and that'll be there or something. Um, <laughs> you know. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh. Sounds, sounds good. <laughs> well, have a right, great day you. and everybody you definitely you want to check it out. Um now we're, we're going to um what we're going to do is we're going to convert this to a podcast now and that's when we add in all the uh the ads and and, and all of that uh, commercials. Um if you don't like listening to commercials folks, very simple solution to that. Um you go to my website, scroll down a little bit and you see the Patreon thing. All of our uh, podcasts are ad-free on Patreon on all tiers. So uh, there you go. Um, but if you don't mind them, uh, check them out and use the code. All of our advertisers have different codes, and you save some money, you know. So you can watch cool sh- movies, spend that money watching cool films and whatnot. Support independent film when you can, man. Um, I'll tell you, I'll tell you guys something I noticed during this pandemic. Independent film got us through this. Um, because yeah. I'm sure you were like yeah. me and ran out of stuff to watch <laughs> quickly. Yeah. You know? Um, it's, it's crazy. crazy. Well, I tell yeah, you, yeah, it was. Yeah. Something else that happened during the pandemic is, is everybody learned how to use a Roku, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Suddenly streaming and, wasn't a big mystery. <laughs> Figure yeah. that shit out. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, I can't wait to see more. I can't wait to see more. Keep doing what you're doing, man. You're real good well, thank at you, it. Thank you, thank you. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Absolutely. Well, folks, that's going to wrap it up for us today. And um, we will see you tomorrow. We've got uh, a fantastic singer-songwriter on tomorrow, Petra. She's got a new single out, and uh, she's just awesome. So uh, tune in tomorrow evening for that, and we will see you soon. Have a good one, everybody. Hey, and before I go, real quick, the world's still kind of weird. Be patient with people. Don't wind up in a Karen video on YouTube. You know, you don't want that. Just be cool. That's all I'm saying. Have a good one, everybody. We'll see you next time. This has been pop art painter Jamie Rocks' Pop Rocks Radio Talk Show. It has been executive produced by Jamie Rocks, recorded at his studio in Deerfield Beach in South Florida. All rights reserved by Pop Rocks Limited for broadcast on Blog Talk Radio. Tana Oli Pop Rocks Radio. Estás escuchando Jamie Rocks de Pop Rocks Radio. Manténganse al tanto. Hey, the Harry Hicks from Sverige. Och ni lyssnar till Pop Rocks Radio med Jamie Rocks. Blog Talk Radio.